Blog Talk Radio. another edition of Radiate Nationally Radio, where we exercise your mental fitness for a radiant spirit. Today is going to be a relatively quick show, but we, it's probably going to be one of the most important because we wanted to let you know some things that you need to know when you sign up for your fitness program. And it's also important if you're currently in the process of trying to find a personal trainer that suits your needs. So let's get started. Hey, Angela, how you doing? I am grand. How are you? I'm good. I got a lot on my mind right now, but you know, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but I'm doing good, it's though. I'm doing good. It's, the weather is beautiful. It's called, it's called adulting. Um, yes, yes. I've been adulting a lot lately. <laughs> uh, trust me, me too. <laughs> yeah, but the weather is beautiful, though. It is. It's, I just got finished shooting a couple of video vlogs. Um. So you can follow me on YouTube if you hadn't already. I have uh, two channels. One is when we do something similar to what we do to Blog Talk on, on Blog Talk Radio, which is I talk about different mm-hmm. mental states that bring your fitness better or unhealthy. And then mm. then I have my workout channel. So, uh, yeah, make sure you join me on RadioNationally.com and I mean, RadioNationally on YouTube and get your workout in. Ten-minute workouts are really good. You can fit ten minutes in a day. At minimum, hey, you're at a good place. Yeah, that's where it's at. That's where it's at. So let's get straight into it, Angela. So today we're talking about what you wish you knew when you started your fitness program. So I have to ask you, as a personal trainer, you've been in the game for years. 
why is this something that you feel you need to address now at this point in your career? It's because as I, you know, <laughs> someone told me a while back ago that when Tiger went out, I don't know how true this is, but when Tiger Woods doesn't win a event, he goes to a trainer. He goes to someone that he doesn't know to look at his form, to look at his, you know, what he's doing wrong, how he's swinging the ball, because each person's mm-hmm. going to find something different in what yes. they're doing or what he's doing. So the same thing here is relevant because, well, I've been in the game for over 17, almost 18 years now. I don't believe it's been 18 mm-hmm. years. Anyway, um, but You're a it's a quick reminder, especially <laughs> for me, because I forget what you know, what you need to know, or what you should know, or you know, mm-hmm. I might think you're higher up, and you know, just beginning out, just beginning. Sometimes you forget those little things that may or may that that most people with experience may remember. Hmm. Okay. So, what like to start it off? What are some things that you want to talk about today for our audience? What What is the number one thing that you want uh, people to know when they are when they first start off with a personal trainer? Um, definitely, and I got told this with my, one of my class participants at the, um, I teach a class at uh, West Oakland Missionary Baptist Church in Atlanta, and it's kind of like mm-hmm. volunteer work for me because I love just giving back to the community and those who might not be able to actually afford a gym membership or afford a personal trainer. Yeah. I am there for that side of community as well. And one of the mm-hmm. gentlemen told me, you know, he said, remind people in the class that, you know what, it's not supposed to hurt bad. So we hear this mantra that no pain, no gain, no pain, no gain. Bang. Yeah. The thing is, sometimes there's a bad hurt and a good hurt. So it's okay to oh, ask the instructor me. or the in, the person that's teaching you, is this a good hurt or is this a bad hurt? Because I don't want you to strain yourself, but I don't want you to overwork yourself. As I mean, I don't want you to. I do want you to push mm. yourself, but not overwork yourself. So. There is a difference. If your joints are hurting, let the person know, let your instructor know, stop for modification. And it is okay to ask for a modification. I teach about eight classes a week, and there's been times I literally have to teach two classes at the same time. And people are, you mm-hmm. know, some people are going to be a stress on you. That's not your job to worry about. It's my job to give you the workout where you're at. That's right. So, therefore, if the rest of the class, I have plenty of classes, uh, two or three classes that, Everybody walks in there in a pretty high level of fitness. So when someone else comes in, I have to bring the fitness level down, but keep the others at a high level of fitness up. So what I do is I go, okay, you guys do this, and, you know, if they've been taking my class for a while, they know what to do. So I walk them through what I do, and I stick with the beginner and go, this is what I want you to do. And mm, you might feel, you feel like you're sticking out. Right, but make you feel comfortable and at the same time keep your, your fitness level. Because if you're a beginner and you're trying to do jump squats and things that you can't do, you actually hurt yourself, we're doing more harm than good. And that's not benefiting anybody. Who got time for that? Mm. Ain't nobody got time for that. So yeah, don't worry up. about what the class is doing. Right. Don't worry about what the class is doing. I want you to worry about your workout and your fitness goals and not worry about what everybody else is doing. Just communication with the aerobics instructor or the person who's mm-hmm. teaching you, so that you know and they know what's going on. That's what they're there for. You know, they're there. You guys are there for us to ask questions because we wouldn't hire you if we knew everything. You know. Exactly. Exactly. That's the point. 
I can't tell you, and many times uh, people pull me to the side during a class and, or before a class that, hey, I have this issue, that issue, this is going to begin the class. Do that. That's totally cool because if the instructors mm-hmm. are good instructors like me, they will mm-hmm. keep that in mind and maybe not call you out, but just say, hey, beginners, do this. Everybody else, do that. And no one has to know it's you that they're talking to. So mm. definitely yeah. put the person to the side. And if, if the instructor ends up teaching a class for you and the class for everybody else, that's fine. They can do that. That's totally cool. <laughs> so going back to the point where you said that, you know, you don't necessarily, no pain, no gain, but that's not necessarily true. So would you say that if you do a workout and you don't feel any soreness, do you feel like that's an indication that you didn't get a good workout? Is soreness an indicator that, you know, you get a good workout? Is that an indicator, or is there sometimes when you might not be feeling sore? In the beginning, Does that mean you didn't maybe, get a workout? More than likely. In the beginning, maybe. However, I will put this caveat in as well. It doesn't mean you can't walk for two or three or four days or for a week, okay? Like, you have a little bit of soreness where, oh, I worked that muscle, fine. But while I'm saying that, I've had clients literally tell me that they've been sore for two or three weeks or a whole week, and that demotivates the client. So now the client isn't motivated to keep going. So I don't want you to be completely sore, and the person shouldn't, your trainer or your aerobics instructor shouldn't beat you up to the point where you can't walk the next day. You can bring it down a level. It's totally fine. But I do want a level of soreness where it does hurt the next day, but it's not to the point where you're uh, you're uncomfortably sore, where you can't walk, you can't move, um, your back mm-hmm. is hurting, what have you. Um, that is not necessarily a, a indication that you didn't get a good workout. Sometimes you okay. are used to your routine. Your body's always on a level of trying to get used to your routine and trying to um, make sure that it's where you're at. So, therefore, yes. you might need to change your workout. Or you might mm-hmm. need to do some different reps or add more weight or add a different, do a different machine or a different type of workout. And so talk to your okay. trainer or talk to your aerobics instructor and say, you know what, is there a way I can do this differently so I can feel more benefit because I don't feel it or what have you. And that's totally mm. cool because that's their, because we all get stuck in ruts. We all get stuck in ruts. I, I know my clients would tell me to say, Angela, we did this last week. Okay, fine, cool. So it's our job to look up new routines, look up new material so that, one, our bodies are doing something differently and moving differently so we can get different results. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a great point. So step number two, or I guess point number two, I see on your list you have something about uh, combining the food to get a good ratio. What are some things that that someone can ask their personal trainer when they're starting off about, like, food portions so they can kind of get a good system going in the beginning instead of doing all this work and they're still not getting the results they want? What are some things that, you know, when it comes to food that they should the personal trainer should let them know in the beginning? Um. Definitely don't, I say, don't cut out anything. You still need your carbohydrates. You need your proteins. You need your fats. I know a lot of people in the beginning, yes, you you need those things. That's why they're there. Not talking about the trans fats Mm. or what have you, man-made fats. Okay. But your proteins, your Mm. carbohydrates, your fats, you need all of those. Um, I know a lot Mm -hmm. of people like to start off with a cleanse or what have you. That is up to your trainer or up to you on what you want to do. I prefer for my clients to start off with a smoothie cleanse or something that's still getting nutrition 
into their bodies and not just go on a master cleanse fast, as I roll my eyes, um, that ends up starving the body and starving <laughs> the body into eating muscle mass instead of eating. The body doesn't eat fat. Yeah. The body eats muscle mass mm-hmm. when it's hungry. Yeah. Um, so definitely still get the nutrition you need, but make a balance. It's a balance in everything. And talk to your trainer or talk to your wellness provider about that balance. But or call mm-hmm. me. I do. I do train nationwide online. You do it all. Once you do this, <laughs> I do. And I'm a master at it. I want to say master at none. But you know, make sure that you're getting the things you need while you're um mm-hmm. on your fitness program. Mm-hmm. Portion control is a good one, and I think that's a really good yes. place to start, especially just beginning out your first fitness program or what have you, because a lot of us don't know what real portions are. So you can actually Google it, or I might put it in the comments below of this podcast and just a different yes. way of um, seeing a, a diary of seeing where portions actually should be. So, you know, mm-hmm. for, you know, an ounce of, your meat portion should be no longer bigger than the palm of your hand or bread. I can't remember exactly what they are, but I'll put it in the notes of the podcast so you can actually see where your food portion should be. And like we talked about on the podcast before, using the smaller plates instead of the big plates to eating food. Yes. Um, I also see that you – now, let me ask you this because a lot of people have a lot of different theories about it. Do you need to eat breakfast in the morning? Some people, I know my old roommate, he absolutely hated breakfast, which I never understood because, to me, I love breakfast food. But what do you suggest to, uh, as a personal trainer, what would you suggest to a new client about breakfast? Does it have to be a full-fledged eggs, bacon, hash brown, sausage, blah, 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 blah? Or can it be something as simple as, like, a granola bar in the morning? Like, what do you suggest as far as, like, breakfast? And is it necessary? I've seen many people that come to the gym and come to work out that do fine without eating breakfast in the morning. And I can put them through mm. a hell of a workout, and there's plenty okay. Um, I would say okay. listen to your body. Whatever your body tells mm. you, then that's what's right for you. However, okay. my personal opinion on this is that, and I'm going to use an example because you know how much I love examples. Um, yeah. <laughs> if we were getting in your car, <laughs> if we were getting in your car today, there was a quarter tank of gas. And we had to drive from here, and we were going five hours away from wherever you were. Mm. How far would your car last? How far would yeah. you drive your car? I'm in here in Atlanta, and I'm in the north side of Atlanta, and I know with a quarter of a ton of gas, I probably won't even make it to the This is not even five hours away. This is in Atlanta. Shit, you got to have a full right. tank of gas before you start. <laughs> I, I do keep my car tank full. I, I seriously do. Um, so that being okay. said, um, no, I go to the, I seriously go to the, I go to the, I go to the gas station at a half a tank and fill it back up again. Um, oh, damn. that's what I do. You don't even want to risk yeah, that. You say, I'm not risking it. <laughs> no, I'm not risking it. Uh, unless I know what, you mm-hmm. know, what's going on. But, um, that being said, the same thing about your body and that mm-hmm. a lot of people end up throwing up or getting sick or or getting dizzy because their body hasn't had the nutrition it needs. So that throwing up, that sick, that um, dizzy feeling, you know, some trainers do work for that, and depending on your fitness level, okay, fine. But I'm just talking about beginners. I do not want you there. I do not want you throwing up on your first session because that's that's not cool. Um, But, again, that's your body telling you to stop. 
That is your body okay. telling you to stop. If you're having a headache, that's your body telling you to mm. stop. Your body saying, "Yo, I'm hungry. Yo, feed me." Because because it's eating the muscle mass. And if we're trying to drop body fat, do we want to eat muscle mass? Yes or no? The answer to that question no. is no. So mm-hmm. if we're doing, you know, a hundred burpees, a hundred jump squats, whatever your workout is, and you had not eaten anything, there's no full fuel in the tank. And unlike your car, your body doesn't have the good sense of mind to stop. Your body goes, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to get the muscle. And if you don't think your body doesn't eat muscle, that's fine and cool. But if you all eat meat, if you eat meat, what do you eat on the actual animal? We're eating chicken, chicken <laughs> breast, it's a muscle. If we're eating exactly. steak, steak, it's a muscle. Most of us cut a fat mm-hmm. apart. So your body does the same thing. There's more nutrition in the muscle. There's no nutrition. There's no nutrition in the fat. The protein mm. is in the muscle. Yep. So you can tell me all you want mm-hmm. to that, you know, the body eats fat. That's great. That's cool. But what you're actually losing is muscle mass if you're doing those cleanses or what have you. And that's the reason why you gain 20 or 30 pounds, pounds more after you drop 10. So yes. there's a way to do I it. So contact me and we'll work on that together. But, yeah, I mm-hmm. say I do tell my clients to eat breakfast, and they get good results from eating breakfast. No, it doesn't have to be big sausage, egg, bacon, five-course meal breakfast. But even I have a boiled <laughs> egg and, you know, a smoothie in the morning. So, yeah. and I'm, I am one of those mm-hmm. people that don't like to eat breakfast myself. However, what I do is I have a really? boiled egg first, and then as I go about my day, I'll have a smoothie or a piece of toast. And when my body's ready to wake up, then it's ready to wake up. So at okay. that time, that's when I actually feed it. But there's always something in my gotcha. tank. I got you. I got you. All right, so we're kind of running out of time. But I want to ask you this. Now, this wasn't on your list, but I, I did some research, and I looked up a list about uh, – it's called Nine Things I Wish Somebody Told Me When I Hired a Personal Trainer. And one of the things on the list stuck out to me because we're always talking about the relationship between the personal trainer and the client. It says, your trainer is low-key your therapist, too. Now, when you have a new client that's starting off with you, talk about how important it is for you to kind of not have like a a friendship buddy-buddy with them, but how important is it for you with your new clients to have some type of relationship with them so you can kind of know how to work with them? Like, kind of explain that. That goes into motivation. Like, you're not going to do anything for anybody else except for yourself. And Mm -hmm. you have to trust, you have to literally trust me to know that you're doing things right, that your program mm-hmm. is right for you. And also, you know what, sometimes things in life get stressful. And I've literally yes. just looked at clients and if they had tears in their eyes or they looked stressed out or they couldn't handle the day or that, or they didn't need or whatever the heck was going on in their lifestyles personally, I knew at that moment not to overstress them. So we'd go for a walk. Really? That's their whole workout. Mm-hmm. We'll go for a walk. I've literally been, quote, unquote, therapist to clients because, you know what, if your lifestyle is stress, stressing you out, and I did talk about this mm-hmm. just on my, blog, on my video blog today, um, so mm-hmm. check this video out on YouTube. They're having headaches or they're not losing weight or what have you. That stress that you're causing your body um, increases the cortisol in the body, which also makes you not lose weight. So, mm-hmm. therefore, sometimes I've got to okay. have heart to heart to clients and go, you know what, this relationship, not even personal, but whatever relationship, is unhealthy. We need to, what can we do? Mm. Or you need to learn how to say no to decrease your stress. One of my sisters uh, called me yesterday and said, sis, I have a, 
I'm knocking on the door of high blood pressure. And I told her, I knew her family just, um, she had to move her, go- mm-hmm. her sons in with their family. They brought more with them. And she's stressed out. Okay. Her house is not her own anymore. And I said, you're a little stressed out, and I already know your personal life, and you need to learn how to say no. Not saying that you didn't mm-hmm. kick the kids out, but I am saying you need to learn how to say no to, so that you can have your you time. And whatever right. that looks like, that's what it looks like. And she goes, oh, wow. I said, She's like, I never thought about that. I said, yeah, you're stressed out. So it's just little things like that that, you know, me listening to you, and we become personal. That's why I'm a personal trainer. And that's the one yes. benefit with Radiate Naturally Fitness Program is because with Radiate Naturally, I look at the whole life. I look at your spiritual life. I look at your family, you know, your mental life, your emotional life, and then the mm-hmm. fitness life. Because we can work out everything else, but if you're still emotional eating that's over true. the bullshit that happened 10 years ago or what's happening at home, we need to deal with that issue first and then move into the fitness life and the nutrition. Mm. So that's that why I so love true. the program I developed but Radiate Naturally because at least then it's a total fitness program and a total, total wellness program and not just, hey, go do some mm-hmm. push-ups, eat this apple, and call it a day. I love you and your analogies. Hey. Oh, you suck. It brings I love your analogies. I want people to go, oh, she, okay, I see what you're saying. And, you know, that's how I learn how to talk to people. Because I can tell you. Yeah, exactly. You know me and my analogies. But, again, well, I can say it again, Cameron. I think I told you this one. I can tell you go BM. Go BM. Go BM all day, Cameron. But do you even know what BM mm-hmm. means? No. But if I said, Cameron, go take a shit, you're going to go and. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly, layman's terms. Rel- make them more relatable. <laughs> exactly. Like, she's just like me. She's not this robotic chick trying to tell how to break them down. She, she's just no, like I'm me. not robotic. You know? And I'm just like everybody mm-hmm. else because I have my watch, you know. These issues are somewhere in mine, but, yes, <laughs> we all know how much Angela loves Exactly. But I have the same thing. I had to tell myself no and discipline myself against it. So, yes. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. Well, we kind of crunched the time, but while we're on, uh, speaking of Radiate Naturally, tell everybody where they can contact you and find you. RadiateNaturally.com or just Google Radiate Naturally. Follow my YouTube, My Fitness Journey. You can follow me on Facebook or YouTube or My Fitness Journey, other motivational comments and stuff. Go to um, YouTube as well, my Facebook page. And just mm-hmm. give me a shout-out, RadiateNaturally at gmail.com and Let's talk. Let's start on your fitness program today because you are not alone, and I am pretty affordable. But you know what? I'm, my goal is just to create a radiant life. That's just it. I want to help you create a radiant life so you can help others in your mission and your journey. I agree. And tell us about an event that you have coming up. It's real exciting for kids uh, for getting prepared for the new school year. Tell them about that. Ah, send me your I am Canal Collecting School Supplies. We're having the Back to School Jam, the 16th annual Back to School Jam for the Austell Community Task Force. We're also having a health fair. Um, believe Samuel's going to be there. She'll be doing some STD coaching there because our kids okay. didn't know that stuff too. Uh-huh. And a whole bunch of work. We love Belize, y'all. She breaks it down. Oh, my goodness, she does. Um, I remember seeing mm-hmm. a video of her. And uh, also... Uh, a bunch of demos for aerobics class and just getting people healthy and wellness starts at home, but wellness can be done at any financial level, period. So let's just get out mm-hmm. and support the community. And if you want, just send me some school supplies. We have to July 15th to stuff the bus. So, yeah. 
Okay, cool. Well, again, Angela, I want to thank you so much for coming again and always dropping your great knowledge on the show. We really appreciate it. And thanks to all our listeners for listening to Radiate Nationally Radio, where we exercise your mental fitness for a radiant experience. You all have a great rest of the day. Share it. Talk to share you later. it to some people. Share it. Share it. Yeah, definitely share this podcast. Share it. Go to our YouTube page. Subscribe. Like our videos page. All that. Definitely go do that. Donate. We'll talk to you later. Share. I'll see you later. Okay, bye. <laughs> Most definitely. I'll talk to you later.